Welcome to the Christmas special of Smark and Friends on Two Finger Guns Club Network, where I watch wrestling with people who don't watch wrestling, but during the holiday season this time. My name is Zach, I'll be your host, and regardless of which holiday you're celebrating, this is the time of year to spend with those you hold dear, and that's exactly what I'm doing on this episode. You know him as the co-host of Boldly Boinking right here on TFGC. Uh, He's one of my closest friends, Connor Speak, and he's joining me to indulge me in some wrestling, which I often have him do anyways. What I want you to do at home is queue up ECW05 from July 11th, 2006. Doesn't sound like a holiday match, does it? Bear with me, I promise it's going to make more sense after this message. Hey Connor! Hey Alexa! Do you have any fun facts about the universe? I do! Did you know that all the pyramids in the world were built by aliens? I mean, I don't know if that's true, but... Did you know that every year thousands of babies get stolen from the United States because they are being stolen by a cabal of aliens who eat them? I don't think that's true either. You know, if you want to figure out what's true and not, maybe you should come to the trivia night that we're hosting. January 8th at 8 o'clock at Hurley's Bar in Montreal. Come join us. It'll be science fiction themed and you will learn what's true and what's not. Or maybe you won't. And you can test your knowledge against the sharp wit of your lovely hosts of Boldy Blinking. We hope to see you there. Before I get to my conversation with Connor Speak and we watch our match, I got a little song for you. These are the B-plus players out of Halifax, Nova Scotia, with Mandible Claws, spelled like a Santa pun. I love it. This is the B-plus players' Mandible Claws. It was the night before Christmas, and our hearts are in the ring. Our children were waiting to see what Santa would bring. They all woke up in the morning, by the presents and the toys. Glaring exception of Mrs. Foley's baby boy. Now he's decking the halls and he's swinging those bells like he's jumping right off of a hell in a cell. He'll stick his socks right through your jaws, cause this sure ain't Santa, this is Mandible Claus. Jolly old Saint Nick. Now he's coming down the chimney for an object in a sack, like a chainsaw for Charlie and a cactus for Jack. Now he's decking the halls and he's slinging those bells like he's jumping right off of a hell in a cell. He'll stick his sock right through your jaws, cause this sure ain't Santa, this is Mandible The swing of his barbed wire baseball bat Yeah, maybe green But you'll surely hear him say Merry Christmas to all And have a nice day He's coming out the boiler room That's where he likes to hang Another joyful bang 
Awesome. So Connor, we just got back from our commercial break, which featured your voice. Yeah, I'm ubiquitous around here. Yeah, boldly boinking. Yep. Yeah. We go, we boink, and usually it's fairly bold. Mm-hmm. Not always. Sometimes we like to keep it a bit more in the shadows, but mm. most of the time pretty bold. Mm, tame bolding. Tame bolding. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have the same ring to it. Yeah, well, you know, uh, lackluster spinoff, I guess. Yeah, that's like, no, that's the reboot in 20 years. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Yeah. Oh, my. Uh, any word on a new season of Boldy Boinking? Uh, yeah, well, we're going to be doing the new season in the new year, Ooh. provided the world doesn't end before then. We will be in, We will be doing a new season in the early months of 2019. But before that, if you just need to feel us boinking a little bit more, we're going to be doing a mini-series coming up relatively shortly, sometime in the holiday season. Involving fan fiction, so the depraved minds of oh, no. the the depraved minds of the wider population, which, as we all know, is the most terrifying thing in the world. So, it should be fun. Oh man, I guess you've explored the back alleys of Reddit. Yeah, yeah. No, again, uh, I would probably sk- cleanse my brain if I could, but I can't. So I'm just gonna have to live with it. But that's fine. <laughs> that's how it goes. Awesome. Well, Connor, welcome to the Christmas special of uh, of Smart and Friends. Uh, thank you, Zach. Thank yeah. you very much. Oh, I'm glad to have you. Uh, so. Just to give you a little context of the match we're watching. Oh, please do. Uh, so to begin, I have to tell you about a promotion called ECW, Extreme Championship Wrestling. Okay. Uh, ECW was a wrestling promotion that ran from 1994 to 2001. Okay. In its short time, it achieved cult status, pushing boundaries with violence and telling stories in ways no other wrestling promotion was doing at I the mean, time. if you're going to push boundaries, do it with violence. Uh, I like it. Absolutely. Uh, when the company folded, uh, it was purchased by WWE, and a few years later, they would reboot ECW as its own separate brand. Okay. And for the most part, it read as a cheap, watered-down uh, imitation of the original. There are a few exceptions, though. Okay. And we're going to explore one of those exceptions tonight. So in a departure from character, the all-time wrestling great, the nature boy, Ric Flair, yes. needed to prove that he can get just as extreme as his then-rival Mick Foley. And to do so, he ventures to ECW and pokes the biggest bear in the locker room and challenges Big Show to an Extreme Rules match for the ECW Championship. Okay. Now, it doesn't exactly sound like a holiday match, does it? Well, uh, not yet. Well, I assume there's more to it than that. Well, we're going to make it a holiday match. So, Tina, if you'd be so kind... Ah, excellent. Yeah, we're gonna... uh, Yeah, we're gonna have a new little soundtrack. (laughs) <laughs> and if you'd like to watch along with us at home and enjoy this new soundtrack for Ric Flair vs. The Big Show, please queue up ECW05 on your WWE Network subscription and hover over Chapter 6. Go ahead and pause this pod and come right back to us. Are you ready? Good. We're going to click together on go. Are you ready? I'm ready. One, two, three, go. Alright. And here we go. Alright, that's a lot of zeros. Ooh. Woo! Oh! Yeah. Didn't see the W. <laughs> yeah. It's why, true, it wasn't why, big... is, why is someone writing a line in binary? That doesn't make any sense, but no. now, now I get it. Yeah. Uh, ah, here we go. I mean, Ric Flair's coming out dressed like a Christmas ornament, I mean, so. that's some epic flair right there. Yeah, it's true. You could put him on top of a tree and he would do very well. In uh, fact, he'd probably turn into a strobe light. Oh, for sure. You know, in the right lights, I bet those sequins really pop. Does he use that as a, like, battle tactic? Does he just blind his opponents with flair? Oh, man. He should. If, if he, not, if he, he doesn't, should have. He should. He yeah, should. absolutely. Clearly. Probably come in handy in this match. Are you, uh, you, well, here we go. You were familiar with uh, with Nature Boy when, uh, when I brought him up. Are yep. you familiar with the big show? I mean, I've seen... I, I can... Uh, vaguely, I know enough to guess he's probably a very large man. Uh, well, hey. I mean... I mean, right there on the name. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I don't know if I've ever actually seen him, but I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm really digging Here Comes Santa Claus's Ric Flair's theme music. Yeah, but... actually, it works remarkably well, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, and he, the way he's just sort of strutting around, it's just like, yeah, man, here he is. Like, here's Santa Claus. He's got some gifts for you right now. He's going to give them all out. This is all I want in real life now. I want this to be his actual music. And here comes his, his opponent, the ECW champion, The Big Show. That, 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 is, a, that is a large man. Yeah, there, holy. There. Yeah. Wow. The spiritual successor to Andre the Giant. Yeah, no shit, eh? Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. That guy's enormous. Yeah. Well, just wait till you see him standing next to Ric Flair, who's, you know, no small guy either, uh, you know, but we're going to see a very significant size comparison. That's a lot of athleticism involved for a... Because, you know, aside from like sumo wrestlers, big men like that don't really... It's hard to do the kind of things you got to do for this, right? Absolutely. Like, just moving that amount of mass is difficult. And this match is, uh, you know, over 12 years ago now. Big Show is still wrestling. Can you imagine? Really? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he just had a big return from from um, from hip surgery, but he's still he's still going, man. That's intense. Yeah. That that man's got to be in some epic shape. Oh, and here we go. The flare is coming off. Oh yeah. That man is made of rubber, and he always was. He was always ancient too. <laughs> Even when he was 20, he was ancient. He yeah, was just absolutely. Like... And there it is, the big ECW championship, the and stakes this, of this contest. That's what they're fighting for? Indeed. Okay. And again, Ric Flair, he was always kind of like... How uh, old is he here? I mean, he looks like he's 109, but I don't. <laughs> I doubt he's quite that old. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't even know, man. Uh, I, I would guess probably around the same age as you, and, you know, we might be under uh, undershooting it. The same age as me? No, 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 as, as your guess. Oh, yeah, 109. I thought yeah. you said he was... I thought you were same age as you. It's like... Me, I'm 30. There's no way that man is 30. Well, I mean, when he looked, when he was 30, he looked like this, too. That's true. Yeah, yeah good point. Yeah. So there's the size comparison, Big Show and Ric Flair. That's a big... That's going to be hard to just do anything to. Yeah. And a little more context is, like, Ric Flair was always kind of down-talking this kind of wrestling. Yeah. Uh, Extreme Rules, uh, you know, as it's been rebranded in this current era that we're, that we're watching, yep. is, you know, it's violence. Uh, he would call people like Mick Foley, uh, and this is in real life, not just in storyline, he would call them glorified stuntmen. He believed that, like, you have to be, uh, you have to tell stories in more intricate ways, and violence is more of just a shock show. I mean... He's not wrong, but there doesn't have to be a dichotomy between the two. Mm -hmm. You could do, from what little I know of Mick Foley's, you could still do both. Absolutely. You could still be a storyteller and get in violence. It's just, it's a different form. Of, it's a different way of using the medium. Absolutely. I, like, in that particular argument, I'm Team Foley, should, yeah. certainly. But, uh, yeah. But but then again, I get his point, because from what little I know, Mick Foley, that guy, I, I saw a brief still where the guy had a tooth in his head. Oh, like, yeah. You know, you don't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think he meant to put the tooth through No, but the, the situation in which you follow yourself in, where if you're if at work, you're regularly, it's like, hey, you know, you might just get a tooth stuck in your head. Maybe you want to just rethink how you're going about your job just a little bit. <laughs> a little context is hey. I one time when Connor visited me, I showed him the all-time classic of Undertaker versus M Mankind in the Hell in a Cell. I had uh, a tooth in his head. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, there was happened? a commercial break. Okay. Oh, that was perfect. Did you hear yeah. that? That slap with, yeah, the, with the Ric Flair chop? Oh. We couldn't have timed that better if we tried with yeah. the music. Nope, and here it goes. Here it goes. He's going to throw him. Nope. Uh-oh, that's going to hurt. <laughs> this, 
he sells it by not putting any effort. He's just like, I don't care about you. Look at me. I'm enormous. I'm just going to drop your ass. Bam. Done. I mean, what like, else does he have to yeah, do? Yeah, what else do I have to do? I'm like nine feet tall. If I drop you from this height, you're going to die. What would you call that move that he just did? I'd call that the repeated almost makeout. <laughs> well, I was referring to the one where he picked him up and dropped him. Oh, but, that. Uh, you know, I, you, you just read what no, you want to read. Well, man. no, he just <laughs> hit him. He came very, they, he just sort of went in for the kiss three times and then Flair fell down. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm following along with what's exactly happening. Totally fair, totally fair. <laughs> I was just backtracking because you seemed very interested in that gorilla press slam. Oh, gorilla press slam. Yeah. That sounds like a newspaper. <laughs> like like a poetry contest made by from a newspaper. Like, this is the gorilla press. Today we're doing our slam. Come down to the gymnasium at 4 o'clock. <laughs> Oh, he's is they, he's got some he's got some color to him. He took some damage there. Yeah, absolutely. The Rick. repeated makeout session was more violent than I'd initially anticipated. <laughs> Ric Flair was never shy about uh, getting some blood going. Oh. Well, that's interesting. A man who calls them out for being glorified stunt people is never shy of getting a bit of blood going. Yeah, that's sort of a weird dichotomy, isn't it? Yeah, complicated oh. as man. I guess so. Yes, indeed. <laughs> And I don't think there's anyone more complex than the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Oh, here we go. Bam. So, so, so far, he's just, got, he's having it, his big show is having it his own way here. Absolutely. Just, he's, I mean, I guess in any relation with a man such as that, he's going to be the driving force behind it. Yeah. He's really going to be taking the driver's seat in that particular, any kind of arrangement in mm. which you're fighting a dude who's like 900 pounds. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's like, if you're... If you're one of these two guys, like, you know, have they ever done it's Ric Flair's job to knock the big show down. Yeah. <laughs> have they ever done a crossover where he, like, fought a sumo wrestler? Are you kidding me? Dude, did you do research coming in here? No, but it just seems like an obvious thing to do. Because, A, I know wrestling's huge in Japan, and this type of dude would seem like the perfect fit for it. I forget which WrestleMania, but the big show absolutely fought with Akabono. Uh, at that time, I don't know if he was uh, Yokozuna at the time, but yeah. he was a but he was significant sumo wrestler. Right, yeah, of yeah. course. That it makes was, total sense. It was apparently an embarrassing two minutes or so, but uh, uh, this is one of the WrestleManias that I missed. Did Akabono do annihilate him? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, of course. That's what I've heard. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Another uh, novelty match that Big Show was involved in in WrestleMania was he fought Floyd Money Mayweather and got his ass kicked as well. Of course he did, because yeah. look, this man is a showman, mm -hmm. and he's a huge man. Mayweather could just move literally a hundred times faster than him and spends his time punching walls. Yeah. So the ability to be a wall means nothing towards a man whose entire purpose is just to dance around a wall and obliterate it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's not gonna work out too well for him. <laughs> Ric Flair's crawling away, but Rick, he's still got fighting him. Ric Flair's like, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm, 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 I'm a bit blind here with all yeah. this blood, but I'm okay. It's all yeah. gonna be good. <laughs> I'm just gonna elbow you right in the friggin' neck, and yeah. we'll be done with that. Yeah, that chop did nothing. Nope, nope, it's all doing nothing. It's yeah. ineffectual. Oh, there we go. Big Show shuts him down again with another... It was a headbutt. It was a headbutt, Connor. <laughs> sure, if that's what you want to call it, go ahead. <laughs> here we go. Some yeah. nice, slow trumpet music. Oh, oh, <laughs> he's still up. Yep. Oh, well, this is just perfect. This big show sauntering around yeah, the ring yeah. to uh, Winter it, Wonderland. Being like, yeah, come on. Yep. You know this. I'm going to walk. He's walking in Winter Wonderland right now. Absolutely. Walking. Oh, uh, Ric Flair again with the chops. Yep. And again, that the, the head butt just not working out. I can't remember what I called it before, so I'm going to call the head butt. The repeated makeout session. 
correct. That just really, it brought, I mean, it took the, it brought Ric Flair oh. to his knees. Oh! Oh, there we right go. Right in the nards. There we go. I mean, that's what you got to do. Yep. Again, this is extreme rolls. <gasps> yep. Oh, there we go. Round two. That's why Ric Flair is the dirtiest player in the game. I mean, no, that's fair. If you're fighting a man who's like a metric ton and nine feet, sometimes you gotta, <laughs> yeah. you just gotta give her. Full on punt. Full on punt. Punt right in the... Absolutely. Whatever you need to do. Yeah. Oh. Oh, uh, and he's leaving it. There we go. Have, a, have another taste. Bang! <laughs> right um, up. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of the, like, the biggest pops I've ever heard for from a crowd for a low blow. Man, he's really just taking it to Big Show now. He's rallied with a series of low blows. Yeah, there we go. After yep. having brought it back, time for the... When I had Michelle Lewis on the show, we uh, we were rating crot uh, crotch hits. What do you rate those ones? What's her name? Michelle Lewis. What's her name? Stop it. <laughs> uh, Old inside joke. Don't worry about it. What is her... What What is the sort of... What scale are we using to, on a 1 to 10? 1 to or, 10. Well, I mean, I would have said like a 7, but he just hit him in the crotch with a barbed wire bat, so I'm going to have to go with a 5, and now that's <laughs> like a 7. Yeah. Yeah. Connor and Michelle would often meet at, uh, during my birthday, uh, and every year Connor would pretend not to know her, and it just became this long inside joke that yeah. I hate that I have to explain on my show right now, but I'm you know, so, I just I'm feel so, I'm like... I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> totally fair. I couldn't resist. Michelle, if you're listening, I hope you're having a laugh. <laughs> that was for you, Michelle. <laughs> uh, uh, just tore, now they're his both head, bleeding. tore his head right open with that uh, barbed wire. With the barbed wire. That's really not a nice thing to do. No, not at all. Neither has hit this guy with a... I feel that, you know what, if the refs don't want all this heinous stuff to happen, I would highly advise them to check underneath the stage before the matches. Because <laughs> they're just always so shocked. They're... Oh, wow! You know, you know you can't really do that. Why do you keep pulling this stuff out? It's like, well, buddy, like, maybe do your job. Go check underneath the stage. See, look, he's trying to kick the chair out of the ring now. Yeah, yeah it's like, oh, come on, you can't, you can't kick this up. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, they certainly seem a lot more flabbergasted than they need to be. The refs I mean, do. You gotta... I would love to see how to... Auditioning for WWE ref, you know? It's like, okay, okay, so you just can't believe this is happening right now. This is just ridiculous. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? What are you gonna do about it? Nothing? Oh, no, this guy's gonna try and kill you. What are you gonna do about it? You're you, still just absolutely appalled. No one is following the rules. What are you gonna do about the thumbtacks, Connor? I mean, that, you, right? Like, so in your edition, it's like, this guy has just poured a thousand thumbtacks onto the ground. What are you gonna do about it? The answer is, run away. <laughs> so we're uh, about midway through the match, I suspect. Uh, who's your pick? I mean, okay. So, Big Show had his all had it all his own way. Oh, in the tax. Had it all his own way. He has now taken multiple amounts of heinous damage, including tax to the back. So, I'm gonna go with Big Show because he's... Oh, he's pissed now. Flair got a rally, so now Big Show deserves a rally. Oh, look at the tax in his back, man. Yeah, that's a lot of tax. How do you fake that? He's actually got more Flair than Rick at the moment. Boom. The Oof. choke slam. Oof. That was one of Big Show's finishes. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Cobra cut, clutch backbreaker. You said... You sound like the announcer in Street Fighter 2. <laughs> Do I? Well, just, you know, with moves. <laughs> oh, Cobra Rush by Hanukkah, and he went through the triple kick. It's like, I don't know how you remember all this stuff. Uh, it, 
takes up way more brain space than it rightfully should. Oh, okay, so I was wrong about it being halfway done. Yo, did, wait, a minute, show, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on. Did someone from the crowd just throw something at him? Yeah. Did you see that? Hold on, hold on, even more into the tax. Oh, and all belly down into uh, the tax, into the groin yeah. area. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. I was very much wrong about it being halfway done, because uh, he just made Ric Flair pass out and has been declared the winner. Told you. He deserved that he was going to get the rally now. Yep. Ooh, that's still a lot yeah. of tackage. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's not pretty. No, that's sort of the point. Go, <laughs> go, go bananas. Yeah. So there we go. Big Show retains the ECW championship. Connor. Yep. Thank you for joining me for the Christmas special. Thank you for having me. Yeah. You got any, um, where can our audience follow you? On social um, media. I mean, on the streets, but I would advise <laughs> you not to do that because I will get creeped out. Uh, I'm on Instagram. If you want to see boring pictures of flowers, then follow me at, at @sdfspeaker. Uh, other than that, I'm nowhere because I don't want to inflict the rest of the world with my heinous thoughts, and I feel it's probably best for all of you if I don't. Although that may change as uh, my participation, my participation in podcast may force me onto social media. So prepare yourselves for that day and gird your loins because it'll be quite something. Wonderful. Well, Connor, Merry Christmas and a happy freaking new year. All right, that was my conversation with Connor Speak while we were watching Big Show versus Ric Flair in ECW. Once again, you can follow Connor at STF Speaker on Instagram, and of course, you can follow the Boldly Boinking show by following at Boldly Boinking on Twitter. Did you like what you heard today? Please be sure to rate us over on iTunes. That'll go a long way in helping us create more Smart and Friends content got an idea for a match that I should watch with an uninitiated fan, hit me up on social media by following the show at Smark and Friends on Twitter and on Instagram. And of course, be sure to follow at Two Finger Guns Club, that's two, not T-W-O, on Twitter. Thank you for listening. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and a happy new year. This has been... A Two Finger Guns Club production. Pew, pew.